This episode of the Exhausted Educators Recharge Show is brought to you by Stetson & Associates. Does your school need some extra help in a variety of areas, maybe in things like providing supports and accommodations or work with collaborative instruction, you know, like co-teachers working together or a teacher and a para working together as a successful team, maybe even need some help with building inclusive systems within your school? What about this one? Staffing issues. We've all got those. No matter what the questions are that you're facing, Stetson can help you find answers and help you develop a strategic plan that's tailor-made for your school and the challenges that you're facing. To learn more about Stetson & Associates, go to stetsonassociates.com and find out how their team can help you and your staff and your students meet the goals that you're striving for. And when you're lucky enough to talk with one of their fantastic employees, please make sure to tell them that you heard all about Stetson from the Exhausted Educators Recharge Show. To all the Exhausted Village, I'm, that's what I'm going to call your fans, Kyle, the Exhausted Village. Shout out to the Exhausted Educators. <laughs> this is a Holding On To Learning LLC production. Woo! The ideas expressed on this show are not the views of their employer. Besides, if you really want to take advice from this guy, well, you should probably do it at your own risk. You're going to love the Exhausted Educators channel. Class is in session. Here's the short ball dude from the Exhausted Educators show. What is going on, education heroes? Thank you for dropping in to the Exhausted Educators Recharge show. We are super excited about starting off a brand new podcast season, and we have an absolute ringer to get you hyped for this school year. Phil Januszewski is a guy who I've come in contact with over the last, I don't know, six months on social media. We've connected. I absolutely love his stuff. He's got like a daily message he pumps out, and him and I have got a lot of things going back and forth. He also joined us on our virtual bash and provided an amazing workshop. So if you haven't checked that out yet, you're going to want to look into it. He's all about positivity, building people up, connecting with people. And I'll be honest with you, if I had this guy as a chemistry teacher in high school, which is his current gig, I may not have failed chemistry in high school. I can only imagine what life would be like if he is your teacher. I'm telling you, you need to hear his message. You need to connect with him on social media so you can consistently hear his message. He's going to get you ready for the school year. And I know you've probably been at the beach, at the lake, shopping, spending time with your family and friends. And sometimes it's hard to like even look ahead to the next week or two and think, oh, here we go. We're into the grind. That's why we're bringing Phil on, to kind of get you jacked up. Because let's be honest, as hard as the work is that you do out there in education land, it's super important. There is not much out there in the workspace that's more important than the work you put in making a positive impact on young people. Before we jump into our interview with Phil, I do want to tell you about a couple things. You noticed at the beginning we have a brand new uh, sponsor for our season. I'm super excited Stetson and Associates is on as a sponsor for our season, and I cannot say enough kind things about their company as a whole. So when you listen to the promo ad or or you listen to the advertisement halfway through the episode, take that in, soak it in. If you have some things in your school or your school district you need to improve on, 
I'd highly suggest you reach out to them and let them know that the Exhausted Educators Recharge Show sent you. And another quick additional reminder for you, you can hook up with everything we're doing at Recharged Family. We're on all the socials from Facebook to TikTok. And so find out what we're doing, what we're putting out there. And I always, always appreciate those of you who reach out and offer feedback or any kind of words, or sometimes people will be like, hey, have you thought about getting this person on? And we've done that. We've brought in some of our amazing guests in the past because of our listeners letting me know, hey, you need to check this person out. So feel free to reach out to us, DM me, or you could even email me, rechargecommunity at gmail.com. I love to hear from you. I want this season to go how you would like it to go. We've got a few interviews already recorded, but you know, as you know, every other Thursday we drop an episode and we'd love to be able to bring in guests that you want to hear from. So again, reach out at Recharged Family on any of the socials or shoot us an email and let us know your thoughts. All right, let's get into it. It's time to get recharged, people. Phil Janiszewski is a high-octane human, but he constantly brings just positive juice and energy. He shares so much good things about supporting others, supporting yourself. You can't help but listen to the guy and walk away just feeling a whole lot better about yourself. And he also shares a lot about relationship building and connections. And I wanted to bring him on so that you could hear all about him and all about what he does as far as his routine, to get himself prepared. And you're going to hear that the main key piece of what he shares with you is all about understanding you, understanding yourself. If you're a a listener who's been with us for a while, you've heard me say this over and over again, the importance of helping kids understand themselves so that they can then advocate for what they need to be successful and learn about themselves, well, there's no different for us as we're getting ready to be the best version of ourselves in classrooms. That's what he's advocating for, that you figure out what you need. Bring your best self into the classroom, whether it be, in his case, (laughs) creating breakfast (laughs) for his whole class sometimes, or baking, or whatever it is that you yourself, your unique qualities that you possess bringing that in, the human elements, into the classroom. He's going to dive into that and so much more. I can't wait for you to hear him. I I would really suggest that you connect with him on social media. And if you're looking to bring in a speaker, him and his friend Matt are just a dynamic duo. Might be something for your district or your school to think about. I do want to let you know if you're one of the moms or dads out there and you like to listen to our show in the car or at some point when kids are around, you may want to delay this interview. There is a little bit of four-letter words going on in this interview with Phil. Not too much, but a little bit. But I always promise to let you know ahead of time in case there's anything that maybe the youngest children in your life may not want to hear. So that may be the case here. So let's get into it. Get ready. You're about to get hyped up for the school year. Here is Phil Janiszewski. Ladies and gentlemen, I am super stoked to have a friend on with me, Phil Janiszewski, who is 
going to help us get jacked up for the school year. I know some of you need a little bit of extra boost. He is going to bring it for sure. And I am so excited to have you on, Phil. Kyle, it's been a, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. And I hope I don't let you down. I'm ready to pump up some educators for a great school year. It's going to be a good one, man. Yeah, for sure. You can't let you can't let anybody down. And and as I've alluded to in the intro, like this guy is a must follow on social media. He's on all the socials. And if you're looking for just high energy to get your day started, he is the he's the man to go to for sure. Before we dive into, why don't we start with like the Ed journey? Tell me about your Ed journey. But before we do that, I want to pause for a second and just share with the audience something that I learned about you through my kids. Because, you know, you are on a special Netflix show (laughs) where you're uh, an amateur baker, correct? (laughs) That's correct. Could you you share with us exactly what that's about? (laughs) Yeah, kind of a strange... uh strange 15 minutes of fame i had the opportunity to be on the netflix show nailed it that's where amateur bakers go on and they get about an eight hour professionally made cake and they have about two hours to complete it so the whole objective kyle is just to be a train wreck and turn up absolutely horrible and i did not disappoint my cakes came out terrible but actually that's what i loved about the show i love the chaos and I got to try out over actually during lockdown, I applied and about a year later, they reached out and did a couple interviews and they were said, you know what, I think I think we got something. You want to come to L.A.? So I got to do it and I went for 10 grand and I blew it, Kyle. <laughs> it was it was a, an amazing time and actually it was a really good lesson. Uh, I've just been in a positive way for my kids. They show I, I went all in. I told them, I mean, I tried my absolute hardest. And I tried to have a great time, and it still wasn't good enough. And I uh, thought that was a good lesson for him. Like, hmm. hey, I'm a pretty lucky guy. I got to go on the show, but didn't matter. Still blew it, you know? Yeah. So it, what an what a opportunity, and I'll never forget it, man. And yeah, that That's interesting. Like, it's not always about, like, winning the trophy, you know? Sometimes it's the journey. Sometimes it's just the effort. And we talk about education purposes, kids in the classroom. Can you just, just give it a go? Just try. And there's something to that for sure. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that. That was, and by the way, your it was an, like an alien cake, if I remember correctly, something like that. Actually, it looked really, really good, man. Like ooze coming out of it and stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I had to make an alien cake, and then you took a scalpel and cut it on its stomach, <laughs> and then it oozed out. I think it was like a lime coolie, which I've never made before. But uh, it, it, yeah, su- super fun. And uh, I, I don't know if you can tell, Kyle, but I, I like attention. So cameras on me. <laughs> Uh, and being around people, I was I was in my element. Yeah. I really enjoyed the whole process. And at the end of the day, 14 hours or so, you know, I think my competitors were pretty tired. And I said, I think if they forgot to put film in the camera, I think I'd do it all over again <laughs> right now. I just love that kind of stuff. So uh, it was a re- really cool experience, though. And my kids are disappointed in me, but that's pretty typical. So that's all right. <laughs> Well, you you may not be a as famous a baker as you are a motivational speaker and an amazing high school teacher. You want to fill in everybody on your your current gig and just kind of fill them in on your ed journey, how you got to where you're at. I'd be my pleasure. Yeah. So in a, in about a week, we were just saying I started my 19th year as a public school educator. I'm a chemistry and physics teacher in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, and actually I'm in the same school I started at it. 
22 years old student teaching came to a beautiful school got lucky there was openings and i don't know they they must be a bad judge of character they kept me around kyle so (laughs) i i absolutely love being an educator and though i totally nerd out on science chemistry and physics i think my absolute favorite part of being an educator really is the human connection and i'd like to think of myself as an unofficial life coach that my students never really wanted or asked for but they get it anyways. And I think they get it through my actions, my words, my intentions. And from there, I think that uh, I'd like to think that I make some good positive impact on my kids. So it's my fuel. It's what gets me going. And every year when I come back, I mean, don't get me wrong. Summer break's amazing. Uh, But when I get back into the grind again and get to meet those new humans, it's so energizing to me to think that we can all have the opportunity to make a positive impact. So I know that sounds cliche and I don't care. I really love seeing those kids. And the fact that I'm high school, Kyle, uh, every 48 minutes that bell rings and it's a whole bunch of new ones. And that's really exciting to a crazy extrovert like me. I love that. Yeah, it's awesome. And I can only imagine life in your classroom I can I imagine it's high octane, high energy. Maybe it's chemistry, chemistry, like blowing stuff up. Who knows? But I can I only wish I had you as a high school chemistry teacher. I actually failed high school chemistry, and that's partially on me. It was also my my teacher spent a good chunk of the time talking to the ceiling, which I never really understood. But and it was not the most dynamic stuff in the world. But it was also a partially on me. I did have to take it again and did far better. But I actually, have, as I sit back and, and watch you every day on social media, I think, man, I wish I had this guy for chemistry. So you, I'm sure your kids in your classroom are extremely lucky and fortunate to have you helping them out. Well, thank you. That uh, compliment is fully received. And I do bring a lot of energy into my work. And I know first hour... 8 a.m. That isn't always the most pleasant thing for all my <laughs> students. And that is something over 19 years I've I've really had to learn, too, is that not everybody wants that high octane right away and that I have to learn to not take offense to that or think that that student dislikes me. I just have to get over the fact that I'm not everyone's cup of tea with that energy at that moment. So you, I really have gotten better over the years at reading my students to think, all right, this student needs a high five and a a hell yeah when they come in. And the other student just needs a, hey, good morning, you know, real laid back. So I've definitely learned to tone it down a little bit. My wife says that I'm socially aggressive, Kyle. So I'm just, I'm really, really too much of a people person, but I respect that not everybody is. So, but, but yes, uh, thank you. I love to bring the energy to the class. And I think that helps them follow along even with the science if it's not exactly exciting to them at least they're like well he's here for us i'll give him a chance right you know right yeah for sure well speaking of energy that that was the number one reason i wanted to bring you on to try to get everybody geared up every year when when we start the new season to our podcast we we bring in somebody exciting and i you are top of the list for this so can you just share with everybody, like you personally, I mean, may, this is just how you're hotwired probably, but any, you know, anything you can think of that, that gets you ready for the school year. Maybe, you know, you're a couple of weeks ago, you're sitting back and you're like, oh goodness, I've got only a few weeks left to get started. And wh- what could you offer up? What do you do? What could you offer up to help anybody get jacked up for the year? Yeah, I think, I think everything starts with 
the foundation of us and if we're taking care of ourselves. So I have a lot of energy, but I'm also extremely intentional about building up that energy in me. So for me, I'm I'm really sincere and serious about getting enough sleep. So I declutter things in my life and make sure I carve out that seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. And I try to do that all summer. And I know sometimes that's hard to do because you don't have work the next day and you have a little, a lot more flexibility, but I really try to be disciplined to do that. And because of that, I think my days start off better. I build in, and Kyle, you probably know this, I preach this constantly online. I try to build in the good stuff daily. And I think that's one of the most important things is that I schedule out my life, my day. Now in the summer as an educator, my schedule is a little bit more fluid and I have these things I need to hit. But when the school year starts, I have a very strict schedule. When I wake up, when I work out, when I have breakfast with my children, everything that I need that energizes and fills me up is built into my daily schedule, including learning like reading or listening to podcasts. Music is a huge part of my life. So I need music every day to inspire me. Uh, just things like family time, uh, creative time for me to explore, meet new people, network. It's all built into my daily schedule. So again, to build off that, the thing that always gets me ready is that I think because I stick to that, I'm always ready. I'm ready for whatever is next. I'm I have gratitude too for the time off I had to step away from teaching for a little bit so that when I come back, it's fresh and I lean into that schedule. And from there, I'm ready to go. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, you are obviously a high energy person. Yes. And you kind of hit on some things there, but it, it, a lot of it sounds like you just understanding yourself in general. Am I right? Yeah, I would think that. I think one of the most important things to do is to slow down and self-reflect on what are the things that that your errs, I like to say. What are your errs? For me, I'm a teacher, um, a father, I'm a listener, I'm a learner, I'm a lifter or exerciser, I'm a baker, a cooker. But when we start leaning into all of our errs and start looking at what of those errs, those jobs, those things we do fill us up, actually make us net positive. Why are we not building in that uh, building that in every single day so that we're hitting on it? And my argument is if I haven't scheduled it in, which I know a lot of people think is super unsexy, like if you ask me in three weeks, you know, what am I doing at 6.50 a.m.? I can tell you I'm kissed my daughter and son goodbye and I'm leaving for work. Like I know that that's my schedule. But because that happens, all of my errors that fill me up automatically I hit so when I go to bed at night, I didn't have to say, oh, crap, I, I didn't get a chance to work out. Oh, my goodness. I I didn't even get a chance to try to meet someone new today. It's built in for me. So I'm not saying you need music, Kyle. <laughs> I'm not saying you need to work out at my time. I'm just saying you're right. Get a little self-reflection and what builds me up. And then how am I going to schedule that every day? Kyle's educators, we give time to other people constantly. Hey, you've got a meeting. I'll be there to support you. What about your own personal meetings? What about your meeting with yourself or reading a book or what, whatever it is? If you're doing that and scheduling it, you're going to find more energy and you're going to have more passion and excitement. And hopefully from there, we're, we can connect better with humans and do our jobs better as educators. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well said. Hey, Exhausted Village. I want to pause this episode just for a second to remind you, if you go to rechargedfamily.podia.com, you can find our virtual bash, which has over 50 workshops from educational leaders all over the country, providing you information and resources, and you can get it all for only $8 if you put in the promo code BASH, B-A-S-H. And also at rechargedfamily.podia.com, you'll find our full student mentoring program. If you've ever thought about bringing a student mentoring program into your school or your, for your kids in your classroom, we have everything you need from training videos to the documents, everything for the mentors, everything for even what we call the site leader, who's the person who can run the whole program for you, like a parent or a community member or a paraeducator at your school. We give you everything. And again, you can get it at a discount rate because you're a valued listener of our podcast. If you put in the coupon code MENTOR, you're going to get that entire program for an amazing discount for only $10. Again, check all that out at rechargefamily.podia.com. Sorry for breaking into the show, everybody, but I want to remind you this episode is brought to you by Stetson & Associates. No matter what the challenges are that you and your team faces, Stetson & Associates can help you devise and develop a plan that's going to be tailor-made for you and your staff. To find out more about Stetson and the amazing resources that they provide, go to stetsonassociates.com. Now, let's get back to the action. And, you know, just just like... uh we try to get to know our students on an individual basis and connect with them, build relationships, help them get to know themselves. You're kind of hitting on that for yourself, right? Like in order to get the best out of yourself, you need to know yourself and what you need. So it, so let's broaden it a little bit. So that gets us started. What about the rest of the year? I mean, it's tough to stay high energy all year yes. long, but you have any like special advice? We get through, you know, into end of September and all of a sudden maybe the newness fades a little bit. Now we're grinding every day. What, what do you think? Any advice about getting us through keeping a high level energy so we can sustain it? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. And again, not to be redundant, but I would still be leaning back on that idea that my daily schedule is going to energize me. But I also would say, and I'm sure many people would agree, right? Is, is, setting realistic boundaries and expectations for yourself. If you are pushing yourself so far with with our job as educators to the point where you are getting exhausted, burning out, having mental fatigue, then once again, we're, we're not any good to our students. We're certainly not good to ourselves. And we start becoming more reactive instead of proactive. And from that, we're less resilient, less patient when we all know those curveballs that are going to happen our hmm. way. And I think for someone who was just listening to me, Kyle, they might be saying, great, you've got a schedule, but that's perfect until real life happens <laughs> and your schedule gets screwed up. Right. And I, I, that's a totally fair you know, answer, rebuttal, push back. And I would say, absolutely. Does my perfect schedule work out every single day? Uh, almost every day? No, it doesn't. But because I'm naturally building in that stuff, I'm hitting on so many things that do energize me that when a curveball comes my way, I'm not so exhausted that I'm shutting down. I'm like, that's it. I can't do this anymore. I need to take a day off tomorrow. Instead, I'm saying, oh, yeah, here we go. Typical, right? Part of our job is that curveballs come our way. 
different things we didn't expect. But because of that energy I have, that positive reserve in my bank, I'm way more patient and resilient to react in a way that doesn't exhaust me or make me come off really negative. Or I know when my my positive bank, my energy is low, I can get a little snarky, right? A little <laughs> little comment under the table, a little backhanded comment, and then I have to like, you know, backtrack. I'm sorry. I I I should have said that. That was me <laughs> deflecting on you. Yeah. I mean, we're all human. Yep. We're all fallible. Yep. But keeping that high energy, I would have to say we have to be realistic in that curveballs are going to come our way. We have to set our expectations realistically. We can't possibly do everything. And sometimes things just have to wait until tomorrow. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Sometimes, well, there's there's never enough time as an educator. It, there's just never enough time. And sometimes we're asked to do too much, right, regardless of position. And then because of that, because I think – Educators in general, whether you're a teacher, paraprofessional, or principal, you just we're kind of hotwired like help, 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 whatever I got to do to help, 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 and it's not help me. <laughs> I mean, personally, it's usually help everybody else. And a lot of times, in order to get the the sustained high level of you know, the best you, so you can be the best for them, you got to find ways to to help yourself too. So I think you're kind of hitting on that. I love how you said that. I love that analogy too. Rachel Hollis used it in like her Prime's online special or whatever, but we're a pitcher of water, especially educators, right? We just pour and pour until what? We go empty and then we just, I got to call in. I, I got to go walk in the park for a day and talk to no one. That's not helping anyone, right? So if we can fill up our pitchers so much that we can overflow, then we're taking care of us and everyone gets that excess overflow. Well, that's a beautiful dream that we can shoot for. And if we're able to capture that, then we're not only taking care of ourselves, which again, we would help anybody else, but it's so hard sometimes to turn that camera around and help ourselves. You yeah. know, it's not selfish, it's important. And sometimes people would argue it's selfish of us not to be a little mm-hmm. selfish. Otherwise, what good are we if we're miserable at work, tired, or just like, you know what, just work on this. I don't want to talk to anybody. Well, that's not helping at kids either. So we really do have to find that mm, that recipe for whatever it is so that we can keep that pitcher full and hopefully overflowing would be the best idea. Well put. Well put. So you're all about not just the energy, but relationships too which was the other, the other reason why I wanted you to come on and kind of touch on. We're starting a new school year, like level one for everybody, and I preach this to new teachers, I preach it to new paras, to everybody, and, and anyone on that listens to our podcast, they know you just can't underestimate, you can't understate the importance of connection with students if you're going to make a powerful example. Do you want to just dive into a little bit of relationship building now that you've got a new crew coming in, coming into your classroom, you know, how you go about building a connection and relationships with them? Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you any more than that. I think our human connection is far more important than any subject I teach. The connection I have creates not only the trust, the vulnerability of a student and a teacher to be willing to learn open to challenging each other but but i think it's just if you don't have that it's so hard 
to help a kid learn in the beginning. So hands down, human first every single day, not just in the beginning of the school year for me, but every day when my students walk in, I try to have music playing. That's a good energy. They feel it's welcoming and that I'm excited to be there. I try to be on for sure. So I have a welcoming attitude and energy. I try to make eye contact with each student that walks in. I try to know things about them over time, whether they're in a sport, a club, whether I know that they have a weekend home where they, I don't know, go swim in a lake. I like to know little pieces of information about them because it shows them that I, I'm invested in them and that I care about them. And the more we do that, not just right off the bat, but year round, the more they know that I am genuinely here and excited to be here because of them. And that's why we're here as educators. We're excited to help them. And sometimes they forget that if we're mm. not putting the human side first. So beginning of the school year for me is definitely lots of conversations, not just welcoming the crowd. For me, a lot of my students have to take chemistry. It's not like they chose my class. It's pretty much a prerequisite to get out of my high school the way they have it set up. So to a lot of them, I say, I have no idea what your science experience has been like in junior high and last year. And honestly, I, I don't care. I care about you, but I have I don't care if you got an A plus or an F. All of that is gone. We are completely fresh start here. You guys, me, and we have something to build right now, right here. And I think for some of them, I think it's a big sigh of relief. Like all of a sudden they can drop their dukes a little bit. Mm. Like maybe they came in hot and they barely got through science and science, you know, it's just awful. That's not true. You just had a, maybe an awful experience. Right. It's a brand new environment. So I say not all of you are going to absolutely love chemistry and, and that's okay. <laughs> you don't have to. I love it and I'll love it for you. But I want no one to come in here dreading be here every day. And if you find yourself dreading coming every single day, then once you feel comfortable enough, we need to talk on how to change that. Because I said, I want you to feel like you can always be yourself. You as a human show up as you and that you're not dreading it. I said, I'm realistic to know that not all of you will love it. And that, that's OK. <laughs> but and you know what? Over the years, I've had very few kids who've ever like, you know what? I, I just I really don't like this. And when we've done it, though, we've talked about why and it tended to be something simple and social with other people and we figured it out. But I, oh, I'd like to leave that door open to them that we're a service industry. I mean, they, they are our customers. And once we get over that and can have some humility and being, bring a little humble side of us, vulnerability, I think a lot of them pick up on that and realize that we have the best intentions. And from that, on the tough days, when there's some dry topics in my classes that are important in science, but they're just not exciting, uh, I think they're more willing to be like, all right, I'll go along with you because I know you're here for me, so I'm going to throw you a bone today. Yeah. I'm going to follow, you know? Yes. And I, I think that human connection goes so far, not just for obedience, but for everything, for their buy into the class, their excitement, their when they win, I win. And they know that like, hey, you did great. We we did great. This <laughs> this is a beautiful thing. Or, hey, you're really struggling. We are struggling. What are we going to do to make sure this doesn't happen anymore? And that all starts with human connection. And I know that I ramble on and on. No, Kyle. it's all good Sorry, stuff, man. It's all good stuff. I guess it listen to you for hours. <laughs> well. 
Sure, man. Thank you. Um, <laughs> one thing I do want to say, too, is I like to call it leaning into our purpose. I think e every single one of us has a unique or quirky thing that we love to do. And I think you should bring that to the classroom. So for me, I love to cook and bake and like just host people. I love bringing people over to my house, exceeding their expectations with a nice dinner and appetizers. And, you know, they I want them leaving feeling like, wow, I felt like I was at a nice restaurant that that fills me up. So I love to do that for my students occasionally. Just get some skillets out, start making breakfast, pancakes, turkey, bacon. <laughs> and when they walk in and they smell it and they're like, what, what is that? You know, and high schoolers are always hungry. Uh, they start coming in and they, some kid says, Hey, can I, can I start flipping the pancakes? And all of a sudden we feel like a family. Hmm. Now I'm not saying anyone needs to go in their class and start cooking a breakfast. <laughs> But, but but that's that's me. That's Phil. Yep. That's when they don't know me as Mr. J. I'm just Phil, a guy who loves to cook and loves to bring their family together. So every teacher, every parapro, every administrator, everyone in that building has something that they love to do. I don't know, Kyle, maybe you're one hell of a florist and can put together a beautiful bouquet of flowers. Mm -hmm. Like, could you bring that to the class and be like, I grew these. And I made this for your our class today in honor of our quiz, you know, and they'd be like, oh, but but they would see your human side yep. and then be like, wow, that's actually really pretty, yeah. you know, but by by bringing that your purpose, whatever it is, the outside of work that just lights you up, I invite you to share that and they get a little bit more insight into who you are as a human and they know you're dropping your guard down. And they feel more like a family. And from that, once again, I think that human connection grows deeper and deeper, which is one of the reasons why I actually do like for educators, social media. I think our students and our students' parents can see a little bit more of who we are as humans. And from there, I think there's more of that human connection. And then when you do make mistakes, because we all do, when you do have a bad day, because we all do, I think they give you more of a benefit of the doubt because they know you're human, not just a robot. Yep. Uh, boy, that man, so much good stuff there. And, and I'm not surprised. I mean, this, this is you. This, this is you every day, all year, which leads me into, I want people to know how to connect with you. Uh, but before we get to that, I know you got something special coming up, like I think in October, right? And I, I really want, uh, want our audience to hear about that too. Could you share that with us? Yeah. Thank you so much for asking. Ever since COVID, uh, I felt something tugging on my heartstrings. And I've really dove deep into positive psychology and the science of happiness and flourishing and feeling like we have purpose. And I've just felt like, Kyle, I don't know if you felt it, but things have changed quite a bit. Yep. Just the way education feels, yep. for sure. A lot has changed. And I felt COVID also escalated that as well. And I see a lot of my amazing fellow teachers, coworkers, people that I know virtually as well on my network, I feel like people are having trouble keeping that energy, Kyle, and not burning out. Yep. So I started thinking like soul searching, how can I help? So I, I, I thought of this idea and I'm kicking it off in October. And it's a, it basically to boil it down, it's an SEL for educators. It's a group. I'm going to meet twice a month for an hour on Wednesdays, two times a month. And it's called the Positive Growth Lounge Membership. It's like the teacher's lounge, but not the bad one, Kyle, where everyone just 
complains and moans and is right. miserable. Yes. And there's a place for that. We all got a vent. Yep. This is a place where I want teachers to come, educators, paras to come and talk about, all right, there's some problems here, but what can we do in our control to make our jobs better? And I want to focus a lot on, like we were just talking about earlier, Kyle, that we often have trouble doing is turning that camera back on us. Mm -hmm. What are things we can do that are in our control to build ourselves up, to be more positive, to feel like we're flourishing more, to feel like we're more resilient. And that's what I'm going to do. We're going to have two calls a month. And from there, meet, network, learn about and meet other great positive educators that you can build relationships with. And hopefully it's a Wednesday night you look forward to twice a month where we're going to, I do all the work for you. I'm going to bring in guests. I'm going to have a theme on how you can feel better or happier or flourishing. And you sit back and then we're going to do breakout sessions and just meet each other. Talk about how can I apply this to my life in my classroom. And my goal is just that, just to bring people together. So it's called the Positive Growth Lounge. So if anyone's interested, feel free to reach out to me. But PositiveGrowthLounge.com. I'm kicking it off in October. I'm going to have my first free official like meetup at the end of September. So I'll be obnoxious, Kyle, pushing it out. So it'll be hard to ignore if anyone's interested. <laughs> That's good. Put it out there, man. Put it out there. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. So highly suggest you check that out. And if in the meantime, how can everybody connect with you? Because I really want them, if they're not already, I want them to follow you because you are just exactly what the doctor ordered for so many people. Thank you so much for that. Fully received. Yeah, I, I'm all over social media. My name is Phil Januszewski, so all my handles are just that, at Phil Januszewski. And even my website, if you're just interested in what I do personally as an educator, I'm also a motivational speaker with my best bud as well. Uh, but if you go to www.philjanizewski.com, you can get in touch with all of that. But anyone who's in education or all about just trying to live a better life, I'm all about connecting and learning and growing from you and with you. Awesome. Highly suggest it. And if you're looking for a dynamic duo to come to your school, yeah, hook up with Phil. Him and Matt will will uh, will bring the heat, right? So, <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, we'd love to cultivate confidence in young adults and educators and we have a very humorous high energy <laughs> keynotes that we like to do to have a lot of fun and hopefully your stomach hurts from laughing but <laughs> you leave with some really good ideas and messages to live a happier life and start taking some more risks so that we can grow and feel more accomplished and flourish even more that's awesome that's awesome well thank you so much for for kicking off this season for us the podcast season the school season all of it Again, I appreciate all you do, man. You are a bottle of just positive juice flowing out into the world, and I appreciate it. And I know, I know you spend a lot of extra time. I know myself, the social media, what you get in a clip is, you know, 30 seconds. There's a little bit extra work on that, too. So taking a little bit of your time almost daily to push, th push things out all over. Just really appreciate all you do, man. Well, Kyle, thank you so much. That's fully received. And I want to thank you, brother. Uh, your consistency and your message out there is not only valuable, but inspiring to me. I'm so glad that our virtual paths crossed. Hmm. And from there, uh, I got a new friend, man, and someone that when I need energy, I'm totally grabbing it from you. So thank you for this opportunity, but also for everything you're doing, man, for helping kids and trying to help parents and guide them too. It's so important. And I think together we're all going to make an even bigger impact, brother. That's it. Appreciate appreciate that, the positive comments. And that's it. We, we, we try to, we all do our best 
to help out and uh, make the world a better place, make education better, improve the lives of kids, parents, and all of it. So thanks so much, Phil. Appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you. Party time. It's like sirens are going off in my head. We're going to try to just not be horrible. I'm watching you, exhausting entertainers. Always watching. Last Christmas. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. We would like to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in our intro, outro, and also the music used in our interviews. You can find his information in the show notes below.